0: The opinions expressed in this program reflect only those of the participants and are not necessarily those of the sponsors, management, or staff of WTBQ Radio or FST Broadcasting Corporation. Good morning. This is Free Speech. This is Jay Westerveld with Stephen Keeter. I'm Stephen's semi-permanent guest here. And uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Kind of an interesting week. Happy November outside. How about this weather? (laughs)
1: Good morning. G. Yeah, uh, it's up and down. We have swings. It's almost like, uh, you know, like on a carnival ride. Uh, you have uh, plus and minus 20 degrees uh, up and down changes, but uh, you know, it's it's uh, spring we, I'm enjoying it. Uh, yeah. I'm taking it. It's uh, you know.
0: It's just, you know, I wake up in the morning and it feels like I should be raking leaves. You know, just <laughs> this this
1: damp cold. It's kind of kind of bizarre. I think it's a little dark and it's a little rainy, but, uh, you know, once the sun picks out, it's uh, it's beautiful and everybody's enjoying it and everybody's fired up the grills. Uh, yeah. It's that time of the year. Uh, our sponsor, Sam's Meat Warehouse, is featuring tons and tons of specials. I think we're okay. going to talk some of them uh, during the program and even give our listeners a chance to win some of those prizes. Um, you mean win like meat? absolutely oh, i love that absolutely and a featured item this week is actually uh bison everything bison and uh, uh sam's meat is uh having a variety of cuts that uh come uh, from this majestic animal and actually the you know the the history of bison the the, the story that is uh, extremely entertaining uh, by itself uh, but it's uh, also a very healthy and delicious uh, meat could be part of the healthy diet and uh, Sam Smith uh, Warehouse putting out, uh, for people who participate in trivia, give us some uh, correct answers. we putting up today for grabs uh, ground uh, bison and uh, ground burgers. That's something that, that uh, great. Uh, you know, like sort of like a staple of bison that allows to appreciate the flavor. It doesn't require a lot of uh, cooking techniques or being a chef because I feel like the rest of the bison cuts do require um, sort of like hands-on knowledge like on any how game to they're not
0: all marbled that is so correct that, you know you're really lean to, yeah
1: and in fact uh, you know like uh, Jay what do you think uh, we all heard this uh, slogan <coughs> another white meat that refers to oh, chicken yeah, yeah. sure and uh, chicken uh, technically considered to be a very lean meat so uh, yeah. Do you think, in uh, your opinion, wh- what does have uh, less fat, bison or chicken? I presume bison, actually. And that is correct. Yeah. Because for every serving of bison, there's about three grams of fat. And for every serving of chicken, there's actually double that. It's about seven gram of fat.
0: You know, and I only know that because of venison. Having, you know, grown up uh, eating venison, I remember kind of being shocked by that little factoid. And uh, bison is, I think, don't quote me because. When people talk about venison, Stephen, they're typically talking about Eurasian deer varieties that are often grown in New Zealand and then it's exported here. You, you know a lot more about that than I do, I'm sure. Right,
1: uh, the, actually, if, uh, it's almost like farmed uh,
0: venison. And it's a different animal. It's like a fallow deer, a sika deer, which is like in Europe the red, similar to the red deer, which is mm-hmm. more closely related to our elk in America. Nothing like the white-tailed deer, which are roe deer, the little miniature deer. Right, because Eurasia. those
1: those are bigger. European varieties are bigger. Munch You're bigger. absolutely right. They look
0: like elk. Yep. Then, so, but so I, you know, a lot of the studies are based on that animal, which actually has different meat than the local the deer we have, the Virginia whitetail deer. But anyway, I remember always hearing that uh, Virginia whitetail deer are much leaner than chicken. Bison has the leanness, but with the added thing of uh, far more iron, much much more iron than right. it has a regular venison. So it's great meat.
1: Yeah, uh, like nutritional value, it's a very, very uh, nutrition-packed uh, protein. Uh, it's I can tell you firsthand it's uh, hard to work with because how lean it is, and almost a complete absence of fat. Yeah, okay. Instead, you see a lot of uh, silver skin, sinew, ligaments that you have to work in. This uh, um, the percentage of waste uh, on a bison uh, carcass is actually very high uh, because of that uh this contributes to higher prices as yep. well as the scarceness of the animal itself because statistically uh even though bison make an amazing comeback and um uh, on the term of uh, 20th century 1900s there was only a couple of hundreds of them left from um the, uh, presumably 40 50 million that was roaming in 1800 yes in those like 50 60 years it's almost was hunted to extinction and uh Right now, there's about estimated 450,000 head herd of uh, buffaloes uh, or bison, North American bison in in all of North America. But it's still... Drop in the sea if you compare it to almost uh, 96 to 98 million uh, domestic cattle.
0: That's a great point. And, we, you know, people always have to look at things statistically and look at percentages instead of just raw numbers. Raw numbers make it sound like there are a lot of them, but there really aren't. Uh, thank you, Ted Turner, uh, for some of that actually helping with an, uh,
1: the and Well, we will have a very interesting, like here's our first question of the trivia. Uh, the uh, Obviously, the roots of the comeback of bison and revival of the of the herd that's what we see today was actually is a is an effort uh big uh, activist of that at the time was uh, uh somebody that we know as a vivid hunter um uh, teddy Roosevelt.
0: ah okay yes who, you know
1: who came back and uh the, so, so to speak, seeds for the one of the leading herds right now of South Dakota uh, of uh, bisons uh, were actually uh, beginning of that herd was uh, 14 animals that were given to that, uh, nation, that national park. But they came out of uh, zoological gardens. And, but I would like right. to uh, see if anybody knows what city, which zoo, what is the current name of the zoo and where does those 14 uh, bisons came from? The other eight, uh, the other six were given from Yellowstone uh, Park, but the 14, the base of that uh, growing herd, was actually given by Zoological Gardens. Now it's a zoo. It's still a zoo in operation by one of the American cities. So if uh, anybody's listening, know which city, so please give us a call and uh, we're going to put. uh some prices on your choice of either pound of uh, bison burger or twin pack of i'm uh, calling
0: <laughs> twin pack of what? i'm sorry uh,
1: so pound of uh, bison ground or twin pack of bison
0: burgers so the, the number choice? is eight four five six five one 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 zero eleven ten eight four five six five one 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 zero name the zoo from which the stock of our modern bison uh came uh, along with the uh, yellowstone bison steven i didn't know that story I had no idea. And you know, this is what happened with the wild horse. It's called the Przewalski's horse. That used to, yep. Yep. And they were absolutely extirpated in the wild, totally extinct. And now i um, you know, when I'm overseas, I get to see them all the time. Uh, they came from zoo stock throughout Europe after communism fell down um in you know, Mongolia. The people there said we have a little money, uh UNESCO funding. Let's buy some uh stock, actually uh sperm and ovi from these horses in zoos, and let's do in vitro uh, horses, and then they started actually getting a few animals that they could breed there, and they rewilded them, and now they have an an enormous, very uh, vital population of Perzovowski's horse uh, all over the place. Beautiful animal.
1: One of those examples when uh, actually the animals that were protected and survived in zoos you know yeah. or, or, or some kind of uh, protected environment national parks that they were able to survive while uh,
0: everything else is essentially hunted to extinction i didn't know that about the bison that's cool I, i'd love to hear what zoo it is so uh listeners if you have your google machine on please uh look this up that, that's kind of a fascinating And it's fact. very
1: relevant to the uh, program to where we actually sitting and uh, it's not that far away from uh you know one would imagine so. ah gotcha
0: was it the warwick game farm <laughs>
1: No, not not that close. Oh, okay, uh, but anyway. Uh, so uh, here's another interesting fact. What do you think is the largest mammal of North America?
0: Well, does that is is that a, a for something? Yeah, that is. By is point. that for people to call in or <laughs> no? That's oh, all. Okay. Just us talking. Oh yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> two guys talking. That that is interesting. I'm not surprised. They're enormous in real life. I I can't get over all these park visitors, you know, wanting to do, wanting to photobomb these things, nursing their their, uh, calves or, or, you know, just browsing. These people go out and stand right next to them and take pictures. You know, then they get injured and it's always the same thing. The park rangers are never like, oh, this is terrible. Somebody got injured. They're always shaking their heads like, you know, it's about time. Hopefully people will learn. It's crazy there.
1: No, back in the days, actually, I, you know, this is um, no no other animal, in my opinion, represents uh, Wild West uh, sure. as much as or as dramatically as bison is. And back when we if we, we rewind back to those days, uh, like mid 1800s, uh, when the. Uh, European settlers were exploring in uh, the Wild West. This stabbing is stabbing westward. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, we have a lot of references uh, from uh, those first-hand uh, people who encountered buffalo. That was considered a very uh, dangerous animal, yep. on par with the Alaskan grizzly bear, and probably uh, more dangerous because they,
0: it was more common to to encounter. Exactly. And and even if if one of them you know, you have to remember herd mentality with animals. Like when you see a flock of starlings or other black birds flying together and they make that beautiful cloud that looks like one organism and you wonder how do they control that. Well, herd animals are that way too. You know, if one of them freaks out and decides to stampede, you know, one animal isn't a stampede, he's just a skittish animal. When you have a few thousand or a few million of them, you have a problem. And oh, so they're very dangerous. And the railroads, the men building the railroads were very, very sensitive to this. So they were paying bounties. I mean, you see these photos of these mountains of bison skulls and the uh, the skins, you know, it's horrible the way they were just absolutely hunted to near extinction really wild extinction essentially uh, by these essentially the railroad companies you know yeah, pushing that
1: those skins are very interestingly enough uh, working with the bison I can tell you that the, the meat is extremely uh, lean yeah. there's no uh, surface uh, fat cover yet uh, those animals can uh, survive the harshest of winters and uh, the coat has uh, it's so amazing that even when the buffalo is covered with snow it doesn't melt. The right. snow doesn't melt. It's so insulating, so right. warm. So that also contributes to how different the meat is, and and working just uh, the firmness of it, the texture of it. Uh, it's it's like I said, very interesting animal. I uh, you know this is the first time I really actually we uh, worked it with so close merchandising the whole carcass and breaking down into a different variety of steak. So anybody who is listening, who is interested in trying something new, we or rather sam's meat warehouse does have uh, bison filet mignon like bison tenderloin wow. in stock um, bison delmonico which is normally you're not going to be able to find and uh, mm. one of the reasons i think is because it will require certain uh, technique and know-how on the culinary kind of scale because it's so lean uh, i'm planning we have uh, bison tomahawks with uh, the amazing price of 18 dollars a pound and you can compare that to beef We've been uh, running this uh, battle of proteins for the last two weeks where we uh, put uh, beef versus bison or beef versus Wagyu kind of sales and uh, looking for a feedback and a customer's vote. Who would prefer what kind of meat and characteristics? And uh, everything is uh, kind of gauged from palatability to health and
0: uh, nutrients and how easy to prepare. Now. When you mentioned a couple of weeks ago that you are getting bison and you said it would be pretty unique, remember, Stephen, I said, oh, well, you know, I can get it at ShopRite. And you said, oh, oh, no, you can get ground bison, you know, preserved in a, a little uh, shrink thing uh, for bison burgers. And I thought about it. And um, no, I've never seen it sold in a, a restaurant or at a butcher anywhere. Are you the only butcher in the region who has it? Or do a lot of others carry it?
1: Well, let's put it this way. Without patting ourselves on the back, uh, I don't know any other place. And I we're keeping pretty uh, good uh, hand on the pulse and the ear to the ground, so to speak, for everything that's happening in the industry sure. and uh, in uh, friendly competition, so to speak. I don't know any other place
0: where those cuts will be available or are available. Fair enough, good answer. You know, it's uh, bison is incredibly healthy, and you know I hate to always go back to roadkill, but I've eaten and had to uh, slightly butcher bison that I have found on the roadside, and uh, you know only fresh. Pulled back straps off of one I remember once, again in Wyoming.
1: Which is, uh, uh, you're referring to the uh, bison tenderloin, right? Right, right. It's, Which is we, the best, the most tender muscle uh, in the body of the animal. Absolutely. It doesn't get a big workout and thus uh, remains very short uh, length fibers
0: and uh, being uh, extremely tender. Extremely tender. Unless they're yoga practitioners, but you don't see a <laughs> lot of bison. Uh, and um, I was just blown away by it, you know, just chopping those big medallions up and uh, throwing them over a fire camping out it was beautiful you
1: know yeah. and uh, this is essentially the animal that didn't change much in fact there's, uh, they still exist in in a continuous uh, united states uh, in the lower 48 states we have uh, the place that bison essentially lived uh, from prehistoric times i'm talking about yellowstone uh, yellowstone sure. park where bison have uh, been native for centuries and uh, dating back to like
0: back 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 in but time they're native here there were bison yeah. in this region uh through into the 1700s oh here's an interesting question uh do you think uh, uh i don't
1: know i'm gonna ask you and maybe if you know or don't uh, we're gonna ask our uh listeners but i'm gonna i think we're gonna do it after the break from the sponsors <laughs>
2: Sam's Meat Warehouse has been supplying restaurants and shops with the highest quality local and sustainably sourced prime and choice wholesale meat, steaks, poultry, seafood, and much more for over 20 years. Whether you're a small family butcher shop or a busy steakhouse, expect A1 service and the finest products available. Call Sam's at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off Route 17A in Florida New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is Mike Sweeten, Supervisor of the Town of Warwick with Tony Cardone, Supervisor of the Town of Monroe. And please join us every Tuesday at 9
0: a.m. for the roundtable here on WTBQ and WGHD. Radio worth listening to. This is Allie Berman inviting you to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. on Winning Together with the number one team of personal injury attorneys at Sobo & Sobo. Call or text into the show and get answers to all your questions right here on Radio Worth Listening To. W-T-B-Q. and we're back with free speech i'm always about to say uh tales and trails uh free speech with Stephen keeter i'm jay Westerveld, uh semi-permanent guest here we're talking today about bison all about bison which you know they're on the back of the nickel and um they're kind of a national emblem for america and as steven was just pointing out they were here in prehistoric times they were one of the um uh, Beringian mammals that moved across the, uh, uh, you know, the the area between Alaska and Siberia. And uh, they were followed by hunters and our first people in America, our native people, uh, actually relied on them throughout the Plains, states, a lot of the far west. And, uh, you know, they really helped to fuel and keep healthy the first people here. I always say if you, and this goes back to bodybuilding and other crazy pursuits, look at a culture and look at an individual and what they eat. If you wanna emulate how they look, what their health is like. And when you think of the Native American people who are here, who came from Siberia originally, well, I mean, after Africa, like the rest of us, they, uh, they subsisted on what, what we call megafauna, large large animals and the bison was what originally one of the smaller ones of those and that's why it actually survived after they'd well one of the theories is they would killed off all the mammoths and mastodons and uh sloth bears and stuff and the bison persisted in great numbers in fact the thought is in really prehistoric times there were fewer bison but as soon as their competition was wiped out by the first people we'd, we'd say uh some people would say cavemen of north america the bison then flourished Interestingly, jumping forward, Stephen, not to get way off subject, but sometimes you hear climate alarmists and, you know, I think climate change is a thing. I think people started it, but that's another subject. Climate alarmists who devote their whole life to climate change often try to fault the beef industry and say, well, they you know, they're uh, contributing so much cattle to climate change with all the carbon. And while that's true, cattle are indeed a, a large contributor to that. When they talk about cutting back on cattle production in North America, I always say, well, what about the bison? Now there weren't as many bison as there are cattle now, but it was close. So are we to say that if we were here, if the bison were to make a full comeback with these same climate alarmists now espouse the idea of just slaughtering bison just for the sake of bringing uh, the earth's temperature down and or to make the climate more consistent uh, over time. And it's an interesting question, you know, and this is one of the things, uh, just the discussion of bison, of how central it is to American culture, even though we, as we were talking about during the break, there are bison throughout Eurasia as well, there there were, and now they're making comebacks. And of course the um, yak is a very close relative of of bison, a very similar meat too. Um, You know, the the bison engenders a lot of questions about uh, how the European settlers treated uh, the natives when they got here about how the native people manage wildlife, their diet and uh, the human diet now. And I I just think it's really exciting that I can go to Sam's meat warehouse and actually buy bison and try it for myself. I mean, as I said, I've, I've had it. Um, but that folks can do that is great.
1: Because normally uh, bison would be available as a novelty at the at the restaurants. Sure, and that that's a great draw. And I know the number of restaurants who uh, do a great job uh, preparing and uh, making because that that's what normally uh, stuck in people's mind. This is something that requires the ex- expertise and uh, skills of chef to to properly prepare. But Uh, simpler cuts, burgers, ground, that's still extremely flavorful. Uh, This is something we have a chance to win today. Uh, There's a lot of uh, trivia and interesting facts surrounding uh, bison. You mentioned that it's a national uh, animal of uh, the United States, which has been signed officially into the law by uh, One of the U.S. presidents, and I would like to uh, ask our listeners which one and uh, how long ago was it, signed the National Legacy Act into law, officially making the American bison the national mammal of the United States. You're all familiar that our national bird is a bald eagle. Bison is equally, uh, you know, um, associated with the United States, so it is, in fact, our national uh, animal. You're right, it's an On the U.S. currency. Sure. And uh, so question is, which president, and hopefully you would know the year as well, signed the National Legacy Act, uh, making it official for American bison to be a a national animal? So
0: that's a trivia question. That's a trivia uh, question. Yep. 845-651-1110. Call in if you have the answer and win yourself, uh, sounds like some ground bison.
1: Ground bison or bison burgers. So whoever calls first will get a choice, and then after that, we'll uh, see what other prices are left. Uh, I can uh, ask a couple of more questions uh, related to the bison. Like, uh, for example, what is a red dog? Do you know what a red dog? Even if you do, please don't answer. But there's a red dog term that's applicable to bison. So uh, the question is, for anybody who's listening, what is a red dog? Interesting.
0: I think I might know, but I'd just be guessing. I've really never heard the term, except uh, uh, there's one of the multiple mountains of uh, the ski resort, Squaw Valley, USA, my favorite uh, resort in North America. The smallest mountain with the most uh, intermediate terrain is called Red Dog. Maybe it's for this reason.
1: Not quite, but uh, let's leave okay. it uh, for somebody Wait. to.
0: I'm excited. <laughs>
1: so, all right, Wait. so questions are. Um, I have a feeling I know but. which uh, president signed uh, the law into effect, making American bison the national mammal of the United States. What is a red dog applicable to bison, and uh, what did we, and which city contributed those fourteen uh, seed bison uh, to to uh, that today represents the majority of the uh, herd in North
0: America. Let me ask you something, Stephen. Now, um, Sam's Meat Warehouse is carrying a bison, and you guys are purveyors to some really nice uber high-end restaurants, such as Pharmacy over in Goshen. Um, are any of these restaurants carrying it on the menu?
1: Um, pharmacy does a wonderful job uh, with the USDA Prime Steaks. Right. Uh, in fact, uh, last weekend we went out with a group of friends, and I was absolutely blown away how uh, properly. I, I'm the kind of guy that not easily uh, impressed by uh, the steak because I obviously I can hold my own uh, in the kitchen and uh, I have the first uh, pick that absolutely the best beef has to offer. But uh, it is uh, was done absolutely impeccable, uh, perfectly cooked to perfection. Uh, we texted, uh, I got text from France even last night, uh, showing me the uh, some of the marbling of the meat uh, that has been purchased at Sam's Meat Warehouse, which I'm ple- I was very pleased with that. And uh, France is a very talented cook and a chef and a restaurateur because uh, I remember his previous venture, Nina in Middletown, mm-hmm. um, and it's everybody who went there remembers that. Uh, Ostrich was one of the staples on the menu. And uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Franz has something uh, game-wise on the list. I'm not uh, intimately familiar with his menus, but I I know that he certainly can uh, do something to that extent. And uh, like I said, Ostrich uh, used to be a staple of Nina. We used to go there and have, uh, you know, I don't know any other place that would, uh, or currently, Uh, You know, we go out uh, frequently unless you go to like very specific, very high end restaurant that with the seasonal changing menu that you can kind of be surprised by certain things. Um, I'm not aware of any other place that would feature it.
0: You know, one place where I had bison consistently, I've mentioned it on your show before, is in, uh, when I lived in the Silicon Valley, uh, Saratoga, California, La Fondue. They had s- different platters that you could get for a fondue at your table. And one of them was the game platter. And bison was a permanent feature on that along with elk and other things. And um, it was really, really wonderful, especially if I, you um, fondued it in the red wine, the boiling red wine, it was just really great. I wish you know. I that's, wish we had a, a place that's an like interesting that
1: way of serving it. That that's certainly oh, so
0: good. Yeah. And you know, you put it on the skewer, and they the server tells you how long or how short to put it in there for. And I think the little bison, which is stripped, kind of thin. You know, like a domino, right, right, right. Yeah. Piece, uh, and um, the idea was no more than twenty seconds, and that would be pushing it. You know, and me, I you know how I am. Right. I, I just dip it first. Well, split technically,
1: second. It could be eaten raw. It doesn't really require Absolutely. any uh, fancy preparation. And, and in the case of buffalo or bison, I, I think that uh, the the less prep, the better it is. So yeah. uh, I know I uh, I know it's a sort of misnomer uh, to call bison buffalo, but it is interchangeably used terms. Right. And the fact is that. Uh, It does uh, derive from a French labouf, which is beef uh, or for cattle and beef. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's other two buffaloes. So, technically, proper name for bison is, in fact, bison. Right. And not buffalo, because not to mix them up with the Central Asian buffalo or African buffalo. Right. African water buffalo.
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, there's cape, uh, Cape buffalo in Africa as well and you know we have a lot of that in North America like the mountain goat of the Rocky Mountains and some mountains of the far west is actually a type of sheep and the bighorn sheep is actually a type of goat if I'm not mistaken I may have the bighorn sheep one wrong but uh, the mountain goat is uh, true sheep and you know what we the settlers called a buzzard is not a buzzard at all. It's a vulture, which is a totally different animal. They just would apply uh, European terms to the animals that they saw. They weren't zoologists. They were people trying to make out a living, yep. and they stuck. That's you know how it worked in North uh, America.
1: Uh, by the way, the goat, sheep, and buffalo and bison, including, those are all family of uh, bovine. Right. So uh, unlike deers and antelopes, uh, but uh, bison is, in fact... It's interestingly enough, scientific term, scientific name for bison. That's going to be kind of an interesting one. Uh, Do you
0: know... I honestly did. Okay. And I, just, I actually thought it was just bison, like in Latin, but I guess very, it's
1: not. Very, very close. But It, not, it, it not is right. bison three times. It's bison, bison, yeah, bison. Okay. Bison is a genus, species bison, subspecies bison. Right. So a proper Latin <laughs> name is bison, bison, bison.
0: I'll tell you a funny thing. And interestingly, this uh, professor came up on, on my show last Monday uh, with my guest, uh, Heather McConnell, Heather was talking about, oh, the the idea with these Russian scientists to bring back the the woolly mammoth in Mm -hmm. Siberia, and it's a funky idea. And I mentioned uh, a really interesting um, researcher who says it's a crazy idea, and her name is uh, Dr. Beth Shapiro. I think she's with UPenn, but she might be with Princeton now, brilliant lady. And she mentioned uh, another project, and I said during the break that I thought it was Siberia, and you pointed out actually it was Poland, where they were bringing bison back and they said well we'd like to do forest bison and bring a subspecies of the european bison and what they found was the sort of open land bison i forget what the common name is in europe for the normal sort of open uh, country bison they were in a wooded area and so they started eating different food and always rubbing their hair against the trees, so that after a couple generations, suddenly they were forest bison. And she said, you know what? It's not really a subspecies. So it's, it's a shor- just
1: short-haired, maybe smaller? Short-haired,
0: It's smaller, but again, as you know, like anybody who has a long-haired dog who's uh, had it shorn, they look a lot smaller without the hair. And uh, yeah, after a while, she was laughing about it, saying the scientists were a little angry and then doing a lot more DNA analysis and realizing, well, it's not really a subspecies or even certainly not a different species. Um, It's the same bison, just when they live in the uplands, they change. It's the same uh, what happened when uh, you have
1: islands normally and uh, you know, like you have a small population, I believe uh, uh, in- uh, It's a great analogy. uh, Like like a uh, Key West deer yeah, the key deer, uh, and sure. And there's a raccoon, actually, that uh, in Mexico, what's the island? Um, Cozumel. Uh, Cozumel is an island sure. off uh, the coast of Mexico, and they have uh, raccoons, Cozumel
0: raccoons, which is the same raccoon, only smaller. Wow, well, yeah, like <laughs> the goats on Catalina. Yeah. You know, it, makes, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, now raccoons, which are a North American mammal, are prevalent throughout a lot of Europe, and they're a real pest. They're actually a real problem, uh, especially in France. Um, it's... Quite, quite strange, you know, the way things move around. But, yeah, bison, bison, bison. I I would have just said bison, bison.
1: Yeah, bi, 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 <laughs> bison, bison, bison. So, yeah, uh, and that's exactly the slogan of uh, ongoing uh, sale in uh, Sam's Meat Warehouse. <laughs> because bison, bison, everything is bison. And you have a chance to compare for yourself. You, ha- you can have a chance to vote and rule which uh, red meat uh, reigns uh, supreme. And uh, you can uh, use the... Uh, Bison beef by comparison, and uh, once again, maybe you have an answer to today's trivia for a chance to win some. We're going to go into the advertising break, and we'll be back right after.
2: Sam's Meat Warehouse is a butcher with old-time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a
0: piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old-world methods with modern techniques. Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845-651-MEAT
2: or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is Michael Newhart, mayor of the village of Warwick inviting you to tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to Village Life and learn about the village happenings. Call and share your ideas, comments, and suggestions, and be
0: part of the show with me and Mary Kalura.
1: This is Lisa Morrison inviting you to tune in to a happy medium every Thursday at 12 noon to connect with loved ones who've passed or ask about your love life, job, family, or treasured lost items. Call in or text in right here on Radio Worth Listening To.
2: WTBQ World. We will have a lot of clouds for the weekend, and while a brief shower can't be ruled out, it will likely be dry in most locations. This afternoon, mostly cloudy, a few intervals of sun, mid-50s. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, upper 30s to near 40. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sun near 60. Monday, partly sunny, into the 60s. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist John Leo.
0: W-T-B-Q. we're back with free speech this is jay westerveld on Stephen keeter's show and uh we're having a good time here mostly talking about bison because our primary sponsor sam's meat warehouse is actually carrying bison meat which is great stuff and i highly recommend it and uh before the break Stephen, you were talking about something uh that we're going to come back to uh,
1: we were uh, well, there's a couple of questions that are actually up uh, there uh, along with the prices for grabs and anybody if uh, you tune in late and haven't heard it we're discussing uh, bison's the history of it the story of bison and uh, there's a couple of very interesting uh, questions that uh, the uh, nowadays existing herd of bisons it's a result of uh, hard work of farmers and tribes along with the department of the interior And uh, one particular effort was made to revive the bison herd by um, sort of like giving the seed bison population. 14 bisons were given by these zoological uh, gardens at the time. Now it's just a zoo. Uh, And uh, I'm asking which city in the United States that zoo is located. Uh, that happened in 1913, if I'm not mistaken, uh, as a result of also forming the Bison uh, Association uh, to, for preservation of the bison. Uh, that was formed in 1905, and by 1913, I believe that uh, for those 14 bisons were transferred to South Dakota to form one of the, right now, the prevalent bison uh, herds. So that was the first question. Then then the National Legacy Act was signed into the law by which president, making uh, bison an American the national mammal of the united states and there's something else we did ask oh and what's the meaning of red dog
0: yeah that's a weird one that's Uh, a really that's actually a cute one (laughs) good i I, like i say i'm pretty sure i know exactly what it means but uh i'm not going to give it away and i can't say for sure that i know i'm just guessing Uh, it's i've never heard it uh so applied before it's interesting well it, it sounds like uh an interesting time there and it's an interesting time just around the region too. And uh, during the break, Taylor came into the studio for a moment and mentioned that uh, she got a, a text from a friend who said that uh, his neighbor came over while he was grilling and was talking about the Frank burgers, which is the nice admixture of beef that you make in your ground beef. Based Absolutely. That, that's
1: is. all in a mixture of the uh, that that's a burger that made uh, Sam's uh, meat famous. That's uh, everybody's favorite now. People asking it by name, and actually, that became famous uh, thanks to Frank Truett, who whose favorite burger that is.
0: Yeah, and interestingly, um, you know that it made these neighbors talk, and that's one of the nice things about this well, time of the year. Not only do people get the hell out of the house, but when people start sparking up the barbecue, and the neighbors smell it. You know, all of a sudden, <laughs> they, they just want to chat a little. I'm not here for the burgers. I just want to talk.
1: It's all in a mixture. It's like I said, it's a just very good proportions of um, lean to uh, fat uh, ratio, and uh, that's also the cuts particular that go in the frank burgers. And um, I know uh, Ryan is a big fan as well. Uh, I know Ryan <laughs> had a chance Apparently. to <laughs> had a chance to try uh, Frank uh, and bison burgers. I don't know, uh, uh, Brian, can you jump in and uh, maybe, uh, wh- what do you think uh, by comparison? Because we're trying to get people to try side by side. That's the only way to actually figure out and find out the differences and flavors and see wh- So which one uh, gets your vote.
2: Right, and of course, having the strength to eat two at one sitting <laughs> is always helpful. Well, you're the only uh, way you you're my hero. Sit I, there and compare. <laughs> uh, I would say th- there's a slight difference. You can taste just a slight difference. You can tell which one's which, but both were very delicious the the bison was very lean very smooth it was delicious it, it almost you know it doesn't it doesn't fall apart when you cook it but it's it, you know you could tell it's that soft it's that lean type meat it's oh it's delicious
0: i well, can't wait you. to have it
2: for lunch today <laughs> i'm dying here great so yeah uh so uh
1: right now in fact uh, i know there's a couple of uh uh unfortunately ryan is not eligible to participate i'm uh, sure he knows the answers and uh Uh, The listeners who know the answers to the questions that has been asked earlier in the program have a chance to win bison burgers or frank burgers. In fact, I think both are equally good. They can uh, hold their own. It's just different meat. And like I said, it's a result of us continuing this battle of uh, proteins. And uh, current uh, theme is beef versus uh, bison or beef versus vagu. Because we also, uh, Sam Smith does uh, vagu burgers
0: i the Wagyu burgers have to be kind of interesting because it's too easy to overcook that stuff it's
1: too easy and we're getting it's the flavorful it's delicious it does not create that uh, puddle of juice that uh, <laughs> right. that normally you would see uh, it's not that juicy and i was asking uh, we have a couple of uh, like i said official tasters uh, and everybody agreed that buffalo besides expectations besides me thinking it's going to be dry because it's really so lean but I think the, the once again we uh, keep sort of official uh, tastes uh, Ryan is one of them and uh, these people are kind of sewers
0: of uh, beef so I, I like the way you asked Ryan which he preferred and Ryan didn't ditch on either one he was like oh they're both great but then he talked more about the bison which was pretty close I
1: think ah, because it's it's not your everyday you thing that. it's a little novelty uh but I think uh, I think frankberger is is more rich uh, and sounds buttery. like they're equally uh, good though like nobody
0: it, would say i want that over that they're right both it's amazing. not
1: quite apple and oranges right it's, they're not that different but uh, there's certainly different profiles one is very clean very lean still very juicy but uh, that's uh, i always say it's not uh, just uh, in the mixture that's credit uh, to the person who prepared it and those people that actually were whose opinion with value and uh, in the process of tweaking and delivering the absolutely best product uh to the uh, customer those people have to know how to cook and not overcook and i'm sure frank is uh, he is a master of uh, burgers and ryan obviously did a wonderful job because uh, he said that that was <coughs> juicy that was uh, moist and that's exactly what you should expect out of a high quality burger
0: you know there's an interesting uh, rule and i i always um talk about treating lean cuts like tuna, you know, which tuna is great raw. Yep. And if you're going to put it on the pan, just let it talk for a split second, just tsk, 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 turn it, it over, take just, it off. You can always you can destroy any meat by overcooking it. But undercooking, hey, if you think it's undercooked, you can put it back on for a split second. You're not gonna ruin it. So always err on the side of undercooking. Most likely it's gonna be just right if you think you've undercooked it. But if it's not cooked enough, give it another second. Throw it back on. But if you've overcooked it, it's done. You know, it's time to call the dog.
1: Yeah, that's when it comes to an open uh, fire and high heat. Those are absolutely, uh, it's very unforgiving. It's always easy, like you said, to bring it another notch, to put it another couple of minutes or even maybe a
0: nuke it uh, for 30 seconds in a microwave. I didn't want to say the N word, but actually that's what I do with a lean meat. Uh, if I feel like, okay, it's just more red inside than I'd want. I can't imagine yep. that being the case, but again, I'll nuke it for 10 seconds, Second sec- yep. just 10 seconds. And that takes care of it. You know, we don't have salamanders in our house to put these things over. So that's how we do it. I was impressed. You mentioned uh, Franz a few times with pharmacy, his restaurant and he mentioned that they actually use open fire there, and
1: I was the, shocked. The setup that he has is, I'm not aware of any other place around here and within even driving distance. Very few people. Maybe you can find a restaurant in New York City that does the same thing. It's one of those grills that uh, you, you lower and lift. Uh, the last time I've seen one was in actually last year in January when uh, we went to the like. Uh, a show convention, uh, you mm-hmm. know, food show, and uh, I was at the Jose Andres uh, restaurant Meat Bazaar. Uh, and uh, we were taking a tour and, uh, you know, obviously uh, shown around, uh, taking to the kitchen. That is the kind of grill that people can enjoy right here in our backyard in Goshen, New York, in, at the pharmacy.
0: And it's nothing like a Gen Air. You know, I love Gen Airs and, you know, they're great but if anyone thinks that just cooking over gas flame is anything like cooking over actual uh coal uh, charcoal it's, of it's any a kind, it's totally a wooden fired animal.
1: grill in fact the, yeah. the pharmacy has a wooden fired grill uh, i had a, a porterhouse last time i was there came absolutely perfect this the you know the, the perfection is the one that you cannot take anything out or odd anything in to make it any better and that was it that steak was it you know so uh I highly recommend and when it's coming from me I would like to think I know a thing or two about uh, steaks sure you know absolutely uh, one thing people uh, will mention um, they make mistake is overcooking so it's very important to take a look at the piece of meat when you said that it's very easy to overcook now some cuts they do require a very long and moist cooking the longer you cook them the better it is uh, and those normally are the very tough to begin with it's the shanks asabcco oxtails, or like really not highly palatable cuts in terms of like i don't know eye round and uh, bottom flat round and, and normally it's something that uh, just reserved for stews for a long and moist kind of cooking now there's a wonderful dishes that come out of it that's uh, stews and Hungarian goulash and stew. it's the the more you cook it the more you uh, actually the next day it's always better than the day it's always cooked. because
0: they've all had a ch- all the flavors have got a chance to meet each yep. other
1: merry and, and it's just infused so uh, if you like really uh you know there's an old joke somebody's cooking by the stove uh, the neighbor knocks on the door what are you cooking i'm cooking let's say a stew or a goulash and i guess oh i love it well then come back tomorrow yeah because it's, i'm <laughs> going to cook it today and tomorrow we're going to reheat it. it's going to be even better
0: absolutely and that's so true especially with galosh and yeah.
1: but when it comes to steak you're absolutely right the less cooking is the better the medium rare usually does the trick if you like it you can certainly take it in now what i'm planning to do tonight is uh, i'd like to get a couple of friends for dinner and uh, try bison and then we're gonna do bison tomahawks which is a ribeye with a french bone it's just a fancy term uh, for uh really good quality rebuy with an exposed uh bone for presentation i'm gonna sous vide so uh in in a bag in uh immersion uh, heater sure so we don't have a chance to overcook it
0: that's a great idea and again you know overcook undercook if something's undercooked you can always put it in for a little longer but if you've overcooked it it's over you can't uncook it you can't uncook things so All right,
1: I think uh, the, the, the phones are quiet. I'm uh, amazed that uh, it's either two things. Nobody likes bison, which I know is not the fact, or nobody knows the
0: history. Well, you know, people ha- most people haven't tried bison, so they might even be afraid to actually just give it a try. Hey, by the way, last show we touched upon uh, skirt steak mm-hmm. and flank steak. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of amazing summer standbys, uh, we were talking about tenderizing the flank steaks. Uh, Is this something that you're thinking of doing this summer at barbecues? Because I'm going to be over. Would love to.
1: Yes, absolutely. Now skirts, uh, ah, skirt steak, and I, I I can't. I have an idea. Skirts continue its meteoric rise in prices for the second week now, and just uh, you know, we as uh, essentially being uh, meat purveyors with trailing uh, the. The market, the commodity market, where beef uh, gets traded, and uh, we this is why Sam's Meat Warehouse is uh, able to offer such a low wholesale pricing because essentially it's just a small markup above the commodity pricing. Right now, right now, Sam's Meat is offering skirt steak It's $12.99. Now that is right there at the trading price of skirt steaks, because maybe even below it because the skirt has tripled up in price by now in, in, in the past 10 that? days i think it's uh, coincides with the season with the high demand and low supply so all this comes sort of like a perfect storm but we can discuss that right after the break
2: Sam's Meat Warehouse has been supplying restaurants and shops with the highest quality local and sustainably sourced prime and choice wholesale meat, steaks, poultry, seafood, and much more for over 20 years. Whether you're a small family butcher shop or a busy steakhouse, expect A1 service and the finest products available. Call Sam's at 845-651-MEAT. Or visit the store right off Route 17A in Florida New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is Walt Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks.
1: I'll give you the phone number to the Faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel
0: Tracks with yours truly, Walt Baby Love.
1: Hi, this is Dr. Pia Louis, a clinical psychologist. I will take your calls and I will answer all your personal and business relationship questions, helping you create a life healthy in mind, body, and spirit every Friday at 11 a.m.
2: WGHT,
0: Popton Lakes,
2: your community radio station since 1969. WTBQ, Warwick, Florida.
0: And we're back with free speech. This is Jay Westerveld, uh, guest hosting Stephen Keeter's weekly show here. Where The show is, is free speech. We talk about absolutely anything. And we have a couple of um, trivia questions uh, having to do with bison because our sponsor, Sam's Meat Warehouse, is actually featuring bison, all different cuts of it right now. And it sounds like we have a caller with an answer. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from?
1: Uh, my name is Farrell. I'm calling from Haverstraw, New York.
0: Hey, Farrell, how are you?
1: Uh, I hate to say this, but I just tuned in and I didn't hear the question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but what? I want the bison anyway. I love bison.
0: Oh,
1: well, then uh, you're talking our language. Uh, you obviously probably know that it's very lean, that it needs to be uh, properly cooked. Uh, how do you lo- normally like it? You, what's your grade? Medium, rare, rare? How well, I, you- I like it medium, rare, but I just tell you, I haven't cooked it myself. I bought it when I've been in a restaurant. I see it on the menu
2: and I'll buy a bison burger.
1: I see. Well, that's about uh, all that normally out there now. Yeah. Sam's Meat Warehouse is featuring uh, any bison cut we, uh, because th- those were brought as a primals, and those can be cut to order. So you can actually enjoy uh, bison Delmonico steak, bison Denver steak, uh, bison uh, tomahawk, which is a French ribeye steak. Uh, alongside with the bison stew stir fries and the rest of it. so uh, if you haven't heard the questions we're gonna repeat for you and the rest of the the listeners so uh, as you know the bison is the national mammal of the united states so there was one of the united states presidents that signed the national legacy act into the law making it an official national emblem so any ideas who that president was and since we have you online i'm going to give you a little hint it is, uh, happened in 2016. So, what do you think? 2016. Uh-huh. I would say it will be Barack Obama. Obama it is. Okay. Now, here we go. So, you, you, we have a winner. And thank you for listening. And uh, once again, thank you for calling. So, uh, here you, go, uh, you have a choice of either a pound of uh, uh, bison uh, ground uh, meat or a twin pack of bison burgers. What's your choice?
0: Well, I'm going to go with the steak. I'm going to, you know,
1: I'm going to probably, because I've never had this, uh, you know, uh, other than ground. So I want other than ground. Other than ground. Okay. We're going to upgrade you to Denver steak. How about that? Beautiful. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Stay on the line. You'll be told how to claim your price.
0: Do we have another caller? Okay. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Maybe a little ahead uh, of ourselves with the other corner. No, there's a lot of people in line. Yeah, it looks like. Okay. okay, caller, what's your name and uh, where are you calling from? Hi, this is Renee. I'm calling from Warwick. What, what's your first name? Renee. Hey, Renee. and I. Hi. Hi. And you and, have and a, just so you know, I listen to you guys every week, so I don't think nobody listens to you. Oh, we know they listen. I, I, I get a lot yeah. of hate mail. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 just joking about that. Yeah. So you have an answer to one of the questions. Which answer? Uh, which question, uh, Rini? The red dog is a baby bison.
1: That is very, very correct. Brown. That was bison my Bison calves tend to be born from late March through May and are orange, red in color, earning the nickname yep. red dogs. Well, congratulations, and once again, you have a choice of uh, a prize from Sam's Meat Warehouse. It's either twin pack of uh, bison burger or the pack of uh, ground bison for any other dish that you want to incorporate it in.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll
1: take the burgers. Here we go. All right. Congratulations. Uh, stay online. Thank You'll you. be told how to claim the prize. and thank you for listening.
2: All
0: right. Thank you. Oh, that was pretty interesting. Nicely All right, done. I
1: think we still have one more spot open, and do we have a winner? Uh, so the question was, I believe, uh, the okay. zoo. The story starts in 1905 with the formation of American Bison Society and a breeding program at the bleep? City Zoo. <laughs> so which city? Weep city, huh? Which city are we talking about? So uh, that American Bison Society by 1913 had enough bisons to restore a free ranging bison herd. Working with the Interior uh, Department of Interior, they donated 14 bisons to Wind Cave National Park in South Dakota. And more than 100 years later, the bison from uh, Wind Cave have helped to reestablish other herds across the United States and most recently in Mexico. In that fact
0: That is amazing. That's I, I didn't know that there was such it, a. It is
1: city. It's not some obscure. It's not something you haven't heard in. It's something that uh, I would think many listeners are
0: familiar with. And the zoo, by the way, is still there. Huh? Well, we'll have to see what they say. So if they say the present name of the zoo or the name of the greater city in which this zoo situates, you know or the old we, name that's we, fine. we have a winner and, and then we shouldn't be
1: difficult enough because there's not that many zoos uh you know there's a handful i
0: would think is on, on this coast anyway well we'll see what happens you, you know, know uh people people are listening and calling in um we were talking before the break quickly about uh you were talking about the the uh, meteorotic uh, me- meteoric actually meteorotic uh price increase and decreasing in skirt skirts. steak oh, correct. which and is one of my favorites by the way uh, back in the
1: days this is what's kind of funny that back in the days it was such an overlooked piece of uh, meat yeah. that uh, most often ended up in a grinder That's so, amazing to or, or butcher's took home it used to be like butcher's favorite steak that uh, was very cheap, inexpensive and like I said it's either end up uh, on a butcher's uh, table uh, for dinner or in a grinder nowadays, now it's considered to be and right now, which, which is amazing, and I've seen it, and I think we discussed that on the program, that uh, I've seen some of the price tags, and uh, I, I frankly, I cannot justify it with, with even an excuse of rising prices, low supply, or anything like that. I've seen that skirt reaching up uh, 32 and $34 mark per pound per pound really absolutely
0: how is that i don't know and how there's those a market it's sleep not sleep
1: like- at night uh it, it just it, it cannot be justified i can tell you firsthand because we're selling it at 12.99 it's still but normally you would never expect skirt steak no. to top uh beef tenderloin which is filet mignon the most expensive the most coveted piece of meat on an animal
0: i tend to i tend to think that maybe the um butchers who are offering at that price a probably don't uh, letter a probably don't advertise the price or, or the prices in general. And letter B, they probably, they cook at their place too, and it winds up in soups well, and sandwiches.
1: Well, anybody who doesn't advertise the prices, uh, they, oh, uh, I, I, I feel like, you know, they, uh, you
0: walk through the door, you're walking into a trap. Uh, well, it's like, imagine, and it happens sometimes, scrolling Amazon or eBay, especially Amazon, and seeing something, you know, for which you're looking, but one of the sellers doesn't put a price on it. You know it's bad news you know the guy's ripping you off yeah. you know i i won't even click on it it's uh, crazy
1: you know and then they uh like, listen you uh, they can give you the song and a dance and tell you how special or how expensive supply and everything else as a consumer I, i'm i'm I uh, i'm care. very often find myself on
0: the other side of the aisle i don't care no. i don't, I don't want to
1: hear the sad story
0: I just and wanna... i also don't want to see the expensive photoshop uh photos of your product on social media i don't care about that tell me what you have exactly, let me know that it is USDA Prime, and uh, offer it at a, at a price it's, that's not gonna kill me. You know?
1: So yes, uh, that, that's a story with skirt that's later, like I said, has been, I don't think it's gonna rise any higher. I expect this uh, price uh, sort of fluctuations continue, maybe for another two weeks, no more than that, because this is, you know, we have certain tools that help us gauge the market. Uh, Another everybody's favorite, that's right now on the rise, fillets are rising up and flank steak. And flank steak is another one of those- Underappreciated. Underappreciated.
0: Underappreciated. And as I've told you before, and I, I may have mentioned it on the show last week, both the skirt and flank, very popular on in some really cool neighborhoods on the North Fork of Long Island you know out so not the Hamptons but just across the bay where they tenderize believe it or not both as we discussed and uh, it is such a great beachside uh, meal you know especially with clams it doesn't have so to good. be but I I don't see
1: it's uh, being hurting I, I, I haven't seen this uh, type of preparation uh, it's I not ser- necessary I'm certainly sure. gonna try. I know that currently, right now through the weekend, Sam's is offering uh, another g- great sale. Is coming. It's uh, beef versus wagyu, and in fact, hmm. featured item is flank steak. Wagyu flank steak or USDA prime Sounds beef amazing. steak, both at nine ninety nine a pound. Nine
0: ninety nine for the wagyu. For the uh, wagyu. Yep. And that's a flank steak.
1: That's a flank steak. That's a f- bonafide wagyu from. Uh, uh, this one comes from southern. Iowa, Northern Missouri uh, ranches. There's two ranches that uh, we uh, source it from, and uh, that that is Wagyu uh, full-blooded Wagyu uh, F1, which means it has a uh, dam is uh, yeah. is Angus uh, and uh, full-blooded uh, father. The sire is a full-blooded uh, Japanese Wagyu. So F1 quality of Wagyu flank steaks, which eats like butter, uh, versus uh, Prime, USDA Prime uh, beef flanks 9.99 a pound. And you can try both, and you can decide for yourself which one you prefer. F- Wagyu is a rare treat, so I would certainly jump at the, f- uh, at the chance to buy and try because uh, supply is limited. And uh, But that's one of those specials that doesn't come around all the time. We cannot guarantee the supply of it, I- even if people are going to love it. I'm not so sure we're going to be able to get it, let's say, next week. We're certainly trying to bring this interesting, you know, items, uh, something that is not available right away. So it's very important to follow up the uh, Facebook page to keep an eye on upcoming uh, specials, to tune in to 93.5 because you can always hear it right here on WTBQ throughout the week, uh, all the announcement and upcoming events and specials that Sam's Meat Warehouse is promoting.
0: Interesting. It's I didn't know that they actually use uh, the the expression F one. That's a scientific term in uh, genetics when you're Isn't studying really? animals. Oh yeah, like if you have a uh, let's say two grasshoppers that are they're different species, mm-hmm. so you've they've crossed, you know, and the uh, the first generation are called F one. Now, if the offspring from those cross with something else, uh, oh, with either the two parent uh genomes or something different they're f2s f3s and so on but which usually but applicable to the uh cattle uh, those would be more diluted
1: generations right so exactly. right now f1 is to be considered uh, aside from a5 wagyu out of japan which is the highest grade that can ever be assigned to a mm-hmm. piece of meat f1 gives you uh, sort of like a genetic footprint and you know what what you have and you know what to expect
0: and that's, that's true with wildlife biology, too. Actually, and the later ones I'll lose all their vitality. In
1: fact, anybody who is interested, there's a JDH Wagyu. If you Google up, it'll bring you up to the site. The The guys are so accurate, so transparent and, and consistent in terms of it's a breeding program. You can buy the whole Wagyu uh, cow out of there as well. And But you're going to see the pedigree going back five generations. They tell you. Every animal has the name, the recorded, the the winning date, the birth uh, date, the weight at birth. Like uh, we're talking bison's, bison's weigh at birth 70, staggering 70 pounds. That Those is little rich. red dogs, as they call them, yeah. they come up uh, 60, 70 pounds on
0: average. That is really something. Yeah, the, and the red dog thing that, you know, I, I think a lot of listeners uh, like myself who weren't sure, presumed it's probably the calf but i'm glad that uh rini called in and just took the initiative and said yeah this is what it is now
1: right, we have a couple of minutes the time is ticking out i still uh, would like people to uh, if not went win to wind, at least to know the history of and uh, that's a history of uh, our state it's new york state and the zoo in question now called bronx zoo now i don't know if uh, I can give a bigger hint than that. We'll still have a couple of minutes for the phone call, but uh, here's your, uh, so back in the days, uh, it's Bronx Zoo now, but uh, back in the days,
0: uh, it had a little different name. I think we're about to, uh, we're getting close to the end here. So if someone's going to call, I hope they do it soon.
1: All right. So uh, like I said, those, those, uh, that program that uh, starts with formation of American Bison Society and breeding program at the, New York City Zoo. Okay, he has said it, so uh, I win the, <laughs> I win the burgers. <laughs> I'll be over to have some. And today, uh, that is the Bronx Zoo, and uh, like I said, it's amazing how uh, what a tremendous contribution New York City, New York City Zoo, along with the uh, President Roosevelt, uh, played in uh, formation because that actually he's Trip uh, to travel uh, to hunt bison in Dakota Territory, and spending years in in West uh, in West, Roosevelt returned to New York with a new outlook on life, and uh, paved the way for conservative movement. and In 1905, formed an American Bison Society, and that society right there from New York City uh, Zoo uh, donated uh, the the seed bison that right now predominantly roam uh, North America.
0: Amazing, absolutely amazing. I didn't know that.
1: All right. We'll be back in a week. Enjoy your weekend and uh, the rest of the week. Thank you. Thank you.